Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, we continue to give you permission to do whatever you desire to do. We ask, as always, Lord, that you would make our minds, our hearts, our souls, the fertile soil that you speak of in the gospel, that your word may bear great fruit in our life. Lord, illuminate these scriptures and these great mysteries of our faith. Reveal to us the face of Christ. Convict and console our hearts. Speak, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Do you realize what I have done for you? This is the question that Jesus asked his apostles immediately after, after washing their feet in the, in the context of the Last Supper. Do you realize what I have done for you? And if we were paying attention, we see, I think, a little bit of Jesus' uh, comedic uh, streak here. Because he had just told Peter, right, you don't understand what I'm doing now, right? You're not going to get it, but you'll understand later. Like, did he mean like literally 10 minutes later or like how much later were we talking about? But this question, do you realize what I have done for you? So praying and preparing for this mass, I just just couldn't get that out of my mind and my heart. The Lord asking me, do I realize what he has done for me? And in this specific action within the Last Supper of taking off his robes, assuming and taking the place of a servant and washing their feet, washing the feet of the men he knew who were going to run away, washing the feet of, of Judas, who would betray him with a kiss. Do you realize what I have done for you? It's this manifestation, another manifestation of the incarnation and the very mission of Jesus Christ, who has said, I have come not to be served, not to be served, but to serve and to give my life as a ransom for many. So this action of him taking this, the form of a servant and washing their feet is just, is just part of the entire gift of who he was and the entire gift of himself. He says that I'm come right not to be served, but to serve and to give my life away as a ransom. If you were with us on Palm Sunday, we talked about getting the first part of the story right so that the second part of the story makes sense. For us to not hold this with too heavy of a weight, not be scrupulous about it, but to have this, this recognition that by our sins, right, we have merited eternal separation from God. But the Lord has chosen 
to pursue us to the point of offering his life as a ransom for us. Out of love for us. And then he comes in again through this action of this washing of the feet. But it continues to move because this is not an isolated action, but is within the, the context of the Last Supper, where what the Lord does, right? What does he do? He takes, they're celebrating the Passover, and he takes bread. And it is clear to them who, who are Jews, right? But where's the lamb? Where's the lamb? Like we cannot celebrate a Passover without the Passover lamb because the lamb is what is sacrificed for the atonement of our sins. But then Jesus does something interesting that was not part of the normal Passover meal. He takes the unleavened bread and he says, this is my body given up for you. Brothers and sisters, we hear that at every single Mass. How many times does it just go in one ear or the other? How many times does it not even get in the ear, right? Like, we don't even hear it. How many times am I praying these words sometimes and there's distractions in my own mind and heart? What's happening is that we, every time we celebrate Mass, it's like we're brought mystically to the upper room where Jesus is celebrating the Last Supper. And he's saying, this is my body. And then he takes, takes the chalice, right? This is my blood, the blood of the new covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for our salvation. And so the, the movement, the action of the washing of the feet, it just continues to move towards the cross. Right? It's just this one movement of the life of Jesus. And he's offering here, he's instituting the most holy Eucharist and offering himself as the Lamb. And as they're celebrating the Last Supper, they, they notice, right? They notice, again, there's not a lamb. And Jesus now is, is, is speaking about this being his body and his blood. Now, normally when the focus is on the body of the lamb, right, and the blood of the lamb that is poured forth, and they don't finish the Passover meal. That fourth cup, the cup of consummation, is not finished. And after the third cup, they sing the Hallel Psalm, and then Jesus goes into the Garden of Gethsemane. And he's praying. And what is he praying? Father, let this cup pass. Let this cup pass. Which one? The cup of consummation. The cup that Jesus would drink as the lamb on the cross. And as he is crucified, as he is crucified, what happens is they pierce his side and blood and water pour forth from his side. 
And those who would have been attentive, those, those who would have been attentive to the scriptures and known the Passover meal, and they, would, they would have seen all the, the, the thousands of lambs being slaughtered on the Passover day who were leaving from the, 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 the temple being sacrificed and having a wooden stake down from their back all the way down their spine and then through their front legs, like on a cross, and the blood that came forth from these lambs would be poured on the altar and then washing out of the right side of the temple. And so Jesus on the cross, this blood and water pouring forth from the right side of his body, which he proclaimed was the temple, the new temple. And all of this at the Last Supper is connected, the washing of the feet, the Jesus becoming the Passover lamb, him offering himself on the cross for our salvation. And it all comes together in these words. This is my body given up for you. God giving up his body for us. And what we celebrate tonight is the institution of the priesthood without which we would not have the Eucharist, the institution of the most holy Eucharist, Jesus' example of this servantship. And he's offering us his body, his body, blood, soul, and divinity. And then with these words, this is my body given up for you, he asked us the question, do you realize what I have done for you? Do you realize it? As we go through life and we're like, Lord, you haven't done this for me yet, and you haven't done this for me yet, and even I do that, Lord, you haven't fixed this for me yet. Please. And sometimes I think the Lord looks at me and he looks at us. And to our answer, this question, his answer is, do you realize what I have done for you? Do we hear him? Do we see him? This is my body given up for you. This is my body given up for you. Thank you for listening. The ministry here at Christ the King is made possible through our generous donors and golden givers. If you would like to learn more or partner with Christ the King on LSU's campus, please visit ctklsu.org.